Welcome to Leading Simple with Rusty George. Our goal is to make following Jesus and leading others a bit more simple. Here's your host, Rusty George. Hey, welcome to Leading Simple. Today we've got a special episode for you, a bonus episode in which I have a conversation with somebody you're going to want to hear from. And here's why this is so important, because we've all seen the commercials of kids who need help kids in uh, rural America, kids in Appalachians, kids around the world, kids in third world poverty, the commercials, the celebrity requests, and one of two things happen when you see them. We either say no because we don't know where the money goes, or we say yes, we put their picture on the fridge, and then one day we wonder, are these kids even real? Well, today we get to hear from an actual sponsored child. Kawani was living in poverty in the Philippines, and Compassion International got into her life and sponsored her and changed her life forever. This is a conversation I don't think I'll ever forget because we sponsor several kids through Compassion, and hearing how that impacts them will change the way that I view my sponsorship towards them and how I even write my letters from now on. Hope you take a listen to this. Here we go. Well, Kiwi, thank you for joining us on the podcast. It is an honor to have you here. Your real name, full name is Kawani, but you go by Kiwi. Is that just a shorter way to say it, or is there a story behind that? (laughs) When I was in college, my professor in history cannot pronounce my name Kiwani, which I I don't know why. It's so easy. (laughs) So he gave me that name, Kiwi. And at the time, I don't know that kiwi is a fruit. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> okay, well, that makes sense. I can understand why uh, maybe he thought that, but it is a pretty easy name to pronounce. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, your story, and, mm-hmm. and how you got to where you are today. And then I want to ask you a few questions about some of the specifics along that as we go. Mm-hmm. So I am uh, from the Philippines. Um, I grew up to a a very poor family, uh, to an alcoholic dad who drinks all the time. He used to be a waiter in this hotel. So whatever uh, leftovers from the customer, he would take home like alcohol and he would always go home drunk. Mm. There are three brothers who are older than me who were born, but they didn't live past maybe second week of their life because my parents could not afford the medical care necessary. So Mm. the third brother, he was supposed to be born cesarean section, but my parents doesn't have that enough money. Mm. So what they did, they cut my mom open without proper anesthesia, but my brother still didn't survive. Mm. And, but after that, um, Pastor Rusty, I was born in another sister And I remember growing up in the Philippines, it was so difficult that there are nights that me and my sister, we would beg our parents for food. But even they give up the food that they're about to eat, which is mostly rice and soy sauce or rice and and salt, Mm. it would still be not sufficient. This, I always uh, tell this story because I can vividly see when I was looking at my neighbor's window and pretend to watch their television from outside of their house. Mm. But instead of looking at the television, I would look at their table and see food and wonder why do they have this much food and us not. Mm. And when apples were imported from America to the Philippines, I would beg my mama, because, you know, in the Philippines, we don't have apples. Mm. I would beg my mama to buy an apple, but even a rotten apple, my parents could not afford to buy. Mm. 
So that was the start starting point in my life there in in the Philippines of course I was so young there's so many many stories that happened in my life but at that time when I was very young I think that was in my mind oh this is the normal life right but as I was growing up and seeing other kids who have more than what I have I feel that oh why am I living living this way and they have better life than me mm-hmm Yes. So at some point in your journey, mm-hmm. uh, Compassion International begins to be part of your life. How did that come to be? So my dad, who is always drunk, mm-hmm. pick up a track. I don't know if you have younger uh, audience, but a track is a reading material about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And in the track, it says to go to a crusade. So my dad was always drunk, went to a crusade and heard about Jesus that God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, mm. whosoever believeth in him would not perish, but have an everlasting life. And in that same crusade, my dad received Jesus as his personal Lord and Savior and went mm. home sober. Wow. And my mom was so surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I bet God she was. didn't use anything. <laughs> what was that like for him to come home sober? She was just so surprised in asking him, like, hey, is there anything wrong with you? <laughs> What's <Right>. wrong? <laughs> what changed? <laughs> my dad said, nothing is wrong with me. And I just received Christ as my Savior. And I think we need to go to church. Hmm. So we went to church, to a Christian church in the Philippines. And me and my sister, we would sit in Sunday school. And they would sing about Jesus, that Jesus loves the little children, all the children in the world. But I think as a young kid... I could not really comprehend that. If he loves us, if he cares for us, then our life, why our life is like this. But the staff in our our church said that, okay, um, to my parents, because you are very poor, we're going to register you to a compassion program. Hmm. And at the age of seven, somebody from Australia picked up my packet (laughs) and started to sponsor me. Hmm. And the very first thing in his letter was very impactful because he said, Kiwi, you are pretty, and Kiwi, Jesus loves you. Mm. You know, Pastor Rusty, it's not in our culture to tell our kids, oh, you're so beautiful, you're so pretty, you can be what you want to be. But that person who doesn't, who didn't even see me in person, see how God saw me, mm. that I'm beautiful and wonderful in His sight, fearfully and wonderfully made, child of the one true God. So I began to go to the Compassion Project in our in our church, and they would teach us like basic hygiene. They would give us medical and dental care, but most importantly, they would teach us about Jesus. And my teacher there, she told me, "Kiwi, yes, you're, this is your situation. You are poor, but this is not your destiny. Mm. God has something better for you. God has a plan for you, plan to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. That's in Jeremiah 29, 11. Sometimes we stop in that verse, but the following verses, it says, you will seek me and you will find me if you seek me with all your heart. Mm. That's the start of when I begin to love the words of God, begin to read the promises of God in my life and claim it for myself. So... As I was growing up, uh, I told my mama, Mama, I don't want to be poor anymore. 
I want to get out of this situation. I want to be able to go to college. I want to be able to take up something. But even if my parents would work 24-7, I think it would be impossible. Mm-hmm. Humanly, Pastor Rusty, it's impossible. But with God, nothing, absolutely nothing is impossible with Him. Right. How old were you at this time when this was beginning to happen for you? Um, At about 16 or 17 years old. Okay. 16 and 17 years old. So I told my mama, I want to go to to college. And my mama said, let's pray because God will provide that he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. And I, I just, I, I believed in that. And I believe that God will rescue me out of that situation. And... Um, when I was about to graduate high school, mm. Compassion launched a program to send children to college after high school. Wow. Compassion partners with 25 countries. And you know, they didn't launch it in any other country but my country, that program. Is that right? And I was one of the, <laughs> yes, I was one of the first students to be able to go to college and graduate in my degree and profession. Wow. So of all the countries they could have picked to start this program, the Philippines is what they chose. Yeah. So you're a beneficiary of this. So what did you choose to do? So <laughs> at first I wanted to be a doctor. But it, it is like more than five years, and they only cover five years of college. So I, I took up. <laughs> yeah, it's a few more than that, isn't it? <laughs> yes. So I, 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 I did a, a bachelor's of science in physical therapy. Hmm. So I'm now a physical therapist working in, in my state <laughs> in a hospital here. And you're living in Texas right now. Is that right? Yes. I, I live in Texas, in Dallas, Texas. Oh, that's wonderful. And I work as a physical therapist in, a, in, in, on, okay. in an orthopedic hospital here. Wow. That's great. Okay, so I, I have, I have some uh, some questions about what it's like to be on the other end mm-hmm. of the compassion relationship, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people in our churches that are sponsoring children. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family and I we sponsor several children. We have their pictures up on the refrigerator. We pray for them daily. We write them letters. Mm-hmm. But what's it like on the other end? Mm-hmm. Um, when you get those letters, walk me through what that is like. Tell me about your relationship with your sponsor and just kind of how that progressed over the over the year. Yes. Yeah, so at that time, it's just snail mail. We don't have email. We don't have right, right. social media, media at that time. So the letters doesn't really come very often. But when they come, usually every year, like maybe one or two letters, we would be very, very, very excited, especially me. I told people this that I've met, like sponsors. You know what? The very first time I receive a letter, what I do, I smell this letter. Really? It's Yes, it smells so fresh. I don't know because maybe the Philippines are very polluted. <laughs> this letter smells so fresh. I would smell it. It smells like fragrant, fragrant perfume or like apples or something like that. I would smell it and then I would read it over and over again. Wow. And I would show it to my friends. And uh, Pastor Rusty, I, I keep all the letters that my sponsor gave to me. 
And I would ask questions. I, I love knowing about my sponsors so that for myself to find out if this is really a real person. Right. <laughs> so I would ask questions. One time I asked him, hey, um, I pray. I, I, I told him, hey, I pray that God would give you a loving uh, wife. And then he, she, he wrote back and he said, you know what? I forgot to tell you that I got married just recently. <laughs> so it, it, it's a conversation between, you know, a person that I haven't really, really seen. So every time he would send me pictures, that would be really, really special for me because it's like the most tangible thing that I can have uh, closest to, you know, to, to experience like my sponsor and, and the letters that they gave me. Hey, let me interrupt for just a second because you might be thinking, how do I do this? I want to sponsor a kid. You can go right now, compassion.com slash rusty and sponsor a child today. Now back to my conversation. Okay. So I want to ask you about that because I think that we, mm-hmm. you know, on this side, we write a letter we don't, you know, we wonder the same things. Uh, are these kids real? You know, um, and that's what I love about compassion is just the uh, the authenticity and the integrity in which they have. But, you know, what are things that sponsors can send their kids? Uh, you mentioned pictures, but but what other things have you heard of or maybe experienced that really makes it a personal connection? Um, sometimes we di- uh, compassion discourages like a big packages to be sent to their kids. Right. Um, my sponsors, in my experience, they would send um, stickers, mm-hmm. stickers, stationaries, bookmarks, and that I, I would uh, keep it on my in my Bible, mm. and I would bring it with me. Actually, one of the stickers that he, he, they sent me. I didn't take it out of the plastic because I don't want to ruin it. These are the stickers with the, the with eyes and right. I don't know what it's called. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> These bubbly googly, stickers. The googly eyes, yes. <laughs> the googly eye. <laughs> yeah. So I just kept it and uh, I think as a kid, you you kind of like um treasure those things especially if you if you don't have money f- to buy those kind of things. And um, the very, very last um, gift that they sent me was a mo- money for a watch for my graduation gift. Mm. And that watch I kept forever. <laughs> and wow. it's like, wow, this is my, 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 my sponsors are very proud of me to graduate. Right. And giving me that token. Um, I know it cost a lot, but they gave me that for like, it's like them telling me, hey, we're proud of you. Right. You made it. That's so incredible. Now, just the uh, I'm thinking through just how they send money. Mm-hmm. They don't send cash, right? How does that work? Do they, they send a check through Compassion? Is yes. that the best way that works? Yes. I, so Compassion um, send it to the local church okay. and there are staff in the local church. Sometimes, um, they would take us to a grocery or a mall and they would ask us, Hey, what do you want for your birthday? And your cause your sponsor gave you this money. Oh, that's so great. And you know, imagine some of the students, they didn't really, they didn't have money to go to a mall. Right. We didn't have money to go to a mall and experience to shop for ourselves. So that's what they do. 
Oh, wow. Well, I, I love that. And tell me about your relationship with the local church you were a part of. Mm-hmm. I think we think about sponsorship as we just send you a letter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but you had a, I mean, that's what I love about Compassion as well, is they partner with the local church. H- how did that partnership work? So they partner with the local church. There are staff um, that are part uh, members of the church too, who helps uh, the kids with their assignments. You can go every day to church and you know use the computer at church that is provided by Compassion, tutors for your for the subjects that you need help. Mm. And uh, it, it's just like, it, it's not just, okay, this organization, but hey, the people from your church, they're the ones who's helping you with the aid from compassion. So it's not very distant. Mm-hmm. It's it's very personal. They're there. We go every, we can go every day. Um, uh, especially we go every Saturday and they would teach us hmm. um, with our assignment. We, they teach us songs. They teach us just like uh, a lot of, a lot of things and especially the word of God. You know, there was this time in, when I was a kid before we receive our letters, we, they would ask us to memorize verses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I would memorize a lot of verses so I can get the letter from my sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so the relationship with the local church, I, I'm curious about your relationship mm-hmm. with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you view God before sponsorship? And how did sponsorship change your view of God and mm-hmm. his love for you? You know, I thought God before is is a very passive, mm. just a picture on the wall, like an image. But after that, the word of God that I've been reading because of the support of compassion for my life, when I read that God is our provider, it is coming true, that he really does provide. Mm-hmm. When I read that God has a plan and purpose for me, it is coming true because I've seen it. That the purpose is, you know, um, be- becoming a reality in my life. So I-, I view God as He's there, very active. That I can talk to Him. That I, that His presence is is here. That anytime I I I, I can just go to Him and and talk to Him and. He's not passive. He answers back. You know, mm. I'm a physical therapist. When I graduated, I need to take a very, very, very hard licensure exam. And every time I get so fearful to fail this exam, because, because of course, you know, in the Philippines, Pastor Rossi, they, they put your name in the newspaper if you pass your licensure exam. So I was just so scared to fail. Mm. But every time I opened my Bible, God would tell me, Kiwi, is there anything too hard for me? Nothing, absolutely nothing is too hard for the Lord. Mm. All of my promises for you are yes and amen. Mm. So out of 1,700 students who took the exam all over the Philippines, you know, Pastor Rossi, I landed 10th place. That's amazing. Oh, my goodness. Because God is true to his promises. And and as, you know, as people are partnering with with the work of God to 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 show that, hey, mm-hmm. God is true to his promises and it's coming alive in, in your life. Mm. So it, it's just so amazing. Mm. So. 
what has your relationship with your sponsor looked like mm-hmm. now that you've obviously graduated and moved on and, and all of that? Do you still keep in touch with them? Mm-hmm. you have any kind of relationship with them? And what's your relationship like with Compassion now? So after graduation, and I haven't heard from my sponsors for years, and I pray that one day, I, I Lord, I hope I, I, I see my sponsors. Mm. And, you know, God hears prayers and he is able to, do, you know, to, to give it to you, to bless you with all these desires of your heart. He said, delight, in me, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm. That same year that I prayed for them, I'm going to meet my sponsors, mm. a group of Australian sponsors came to the Philippines and invited me to go to Australia, mm. and I met my sponsors there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. You know, when I topped my exam, my, my physical therapy exam, they gave me a medal. And as I was receiving this medal, I told the Lord, Lord, if only my sponsors were here, I'm going to give this medal to them. Oh my! And that became a reality. I was able to give my sponsors my medal. Oh. <laughs> tell them personally, thank you so much because you changed my life. Mm-hmm. And not just me, my family. And I know one day my community will be changed because of the single act of kindness that they, they never thought that I'm going to be. Uh, a mature adult right. uh, looking in their eyes and saying, thank you for what you did. Mm. I, I, I don't think that they thought of that when they picked up my packet and sponsored me. So mm. I was able to to stay with them for a couple of days, but they're a, a little bit older, so they don't know how like social media and stuff. Mm. <laughs> so once in a while... <laughs> <laughs> I would call my my friends to check on them and call them, leave messages on their cell phone or or an answering machine. Right. Oh, that's great. So they're over in Australia. You're in mm-hmm. Dallas, Texas. Yes. And yet the impact is is uh, continued to be felt. This is yes. this is so encouraging, uh, Kiwi. What would you say to people out there that are considering sponsorship? They might be thinking, mm-hmm. well, I just thought, so sure about this. There's a lot of great organizations. How do I know I can trust this one? Does it even matter? Mm-hmm. Obviously, your story is so uh, encouraging for us. But what, what would you say to them? I would say to them that it really gives an impact to other people's lives. Just take my life, for example, and it's just not me. There's a lot of kids that were sponsored by Compassion already. And you know what? Um, if you help somebody, if you're thinking about um, um, helping in an organization, I think uh, material things are good to help. But the really, really the most important thing is the spiritual. You know, poverty is is not just about material things. It's a spiritual problem. Mm. So if you don't teach people about the one who can take them out of poverty, I think it's just very superficial. Yes. Because you can give people fish, (laughs) but if you don't teach them how to fish and who is the source of those fish, then I think it it won't really work (laughs) that much. But so I'm going to tell them like, hey, yeah, you, you pray about it and take a step. Mm. Take a step because um, th- our mandate, especially for Christians, is go, mm. not 
wait and <laughs> and see go right. go preach <laughs> go share about the gospel and if you cannot go this is one way to go right. you write letters to the kids that there is a god that there's jesus who who can save them and who will save them mm. I love that. I think for many of us, we have heard stories of missionaries who do great things on the other side of the world, the Mother Teresas of the world, and we think, that's so wonderful, but I'm not in a position to do that. I can't go over there. I can't leave everything. But through compassion, you get an opportunity to do that and partner with them and their incredible legacy of all the kids that they've sponsored and helped, much like yourself. And yes. and having been a compassion uh, sponsor for years now, I can tell you, it's just, it's phenomenal. And I just love hearing from your perspective mm -hmm. how much this really does mean to you. I, I'm telling you, I'm convicted because I should spend more time writing that letter than I do. It matters more to them than probably mail does to us. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for that encouragement. And thank you for your encouragement for our, our listeners to become a sponsor. We would encourage everybody to do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know that you do as well. So yes. I so appreciate your story, Kiwi. Thank you, Pastor. I myself, Pastor Rusty, I, I am a sponsor of four children, a total of four children too. Wow. And at first, I think, oh, my God, how am I going to get the money? But if you obey the Lord, He is going to provide for everything. He already have given you the, the tools mm -hmm. to the work that He is, that He has set in front of you. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in sponsoring a child, we would love for you to do that during this season in which we are promoting Compassion International. You can go to Compassion.com slash Rusty and sponsor a child today. Please use the backslash Rusty because that allows us to know that we're actually uh, sponsoring kids and helps us reach our goal of a thousand kids between October and December of 2021. Even if you're listening to this after the fact, you can still sponsor a child. So make sure that you do that. Compassion.com slash Rusty and sponsor a child today. Take a moment and subscribe to the podcast so you'll get it delivered every week. And subscribe to the Rusty George YouTube channel for more devotionals, messages, and fun videos. Thank you for listening to Leading Simple. Learn.